This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, Episode 316, Why Messing Up and Doing Weird Things Increases IELTS Speaking Scores. You are listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. We believe in connection, not perfection, and we're here to show you how to get the score that you need on your next IELTS exam. Find out why our strategies are the most powerful in the IELTS world and get your free video masterclass at allearsenglish.com forward slash I-N-S-I-D-E-R. Now, let's get to the show. Today, we have a special guest, Steve Lemlick, a teacher who is driven to give you confidence while you speak English. Listen to learn his tough advice for easy comfort in English. Wondering about your fluency level? Take our simple English fluency quiz and find out if you're 50% fluent, 65% fluent, or 80% fluent. Plus, get ready for an exciting new course release coming up in early June. Learn from real English conversations so you can finally get competent. Take the quiz at allearsenglish.com slash fluency score. Hello, IELTS Energy listeners. Um, I am up early this morning to talk to a very special guest in Korea. Trying to get this time down um, was a bit tricky. So, you know what, guys? I'm going to sacrifice some sleep. Okay, it's not that early. It's like eight. But still, I woke up like two hours ago. All right. So, who is our special guest today? Steve, why are you here? I'm here to talk about teaching English and teaching confidence more than anything else. Confidence. Confidence. That is, that is, I mean, it's a key for life, of course. Um, and on the speaking test, guys, if you go in and your anxiety is controlling you, right? I mean, Steve, I'm sure you've like gone into tests and been nervous, right? Oh, the worst is sweats. The, the sweaty yeah. nervousness is the worst. Oh, I feel my heart just breaks when I see IELTS candidates with, I mean, the room is air conditioned, right? Like everything yeah. is comfy, nice, but there's just drops just falling off their forehead. <laughs> Sometimes their nose, like it's, you know, it's awkward. So and you can't do anything about it. It's just, no. you, you know, your fate at that point. You've walked in, you, you try to overcome it. Exactly, exactly. There's in our course, in fact, there's a whole module just called the anti-anxiety module. Because when when Lindsay and I were developing this course, we thought, okay, well, of course, you know, speaking, listening, reading, writing, but one of the biggest killers on test day is nervousness. That is, is that lack of confidence. That is so yeah. true. That is amazing that you guys instruct that. What exactly is that? The anti-anxiety module, yeah, yeah. it's a combination of like learning where students go wrong every Saturday on the test. You know, like these are the rookie mistakes and this is how to deal with it. What happens if you see a word you don't know on the reading test? You, do, you don't do what other IELTS candidates do, which is panic and freak out and think, <laughs> I don't know that word. That means I can't understand anything and I can't get any of the answers. Like that's, that's one route, right? Yeah, yeah. But then the other route is to calmly 
look at this and realize I don't need that word to understand. I can get the answers. So it's sort of looking at where students get the most nervous and saying, look, this, you know, this is what happens and this is how you deal with it. Oh, that's so crucial too. They really need to know that. It's not the end of the world if you don't understand one word or one phrase, you know, just move past it, figure it out. Exactly. So you focus on confidence in speaking, right? So yeah. let me connect this back to IELTS for a second. Guys, this is this has real impact on your scores. All right. So in fluency and coherence, if you don't have confidence, then you end up pausing a lot. You end up going, uh, 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 and that kills your fluency coherence score. It also kills your pronunciation score because if you're stopping all the time to go, uh, 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 and you're so nervous that you sound like a robot, then your pronunciation score also goes down to a five. So this is, this is why a lot of students who are normally confident in real life, they do IELTS and they get a 5.5 in speaking just because of this lack of confidence. So if one of my IELTS guys came to you, Steve. How would you help them get past that? Well, you know, it's really interesting. Um, most of my experience comes from teaching here in South Korea. And I think there's something really unique about teaching here and the students here um, where they are just super shy. They've been learning grammar. They've been learning reading. They've been learning just to fix sentences and match and mix stuff up. But they never learn how to speak. Right. And I think that's yeah. kind of a similar scenario in other countries as well. And so one of the first things is... I have to sit them down and just be in a room with them and talk and say, hello, how are you? And sometimes, like you said, during these testing processes, people just come in with cold sweats. I had an interview the other day with a potential student and he freaked out just saying, hello, how are you? And he's been studying English for five years, you know, just grammar and writing. It, It was I felt for it. It was pretty painful, but it is so sad, though. I mean, yeah. you you've learned Korean, you have studied or learned, picked up some other languages. Like that initial interaction in this new way of communicating can be terrifying. It's horrible. It's nightmare fuel. It's, it's <laughs> some of the worst stuff out there. Um, but it's just getting comfortable. That's that's the thing, you know. And I think, you know, different cultures have different expectations of how to be comfortable and how to interact with other people. Sure. You're supposed yeah. to show respect. You're not supposed to be talkative. Right. You're not supposed to be chatty because that's rude. And I'm a super chatty guy. So that's the first <laughs> thing I try to teach my my students. But you're talking about IELTS. And I think really just put yourself into these uncomfortable situations. If I was an IELTS student and I was preparing for a speaking test, I would put myself into as many uncomfortable speaking situations in English as I possibly yes. could before that test. And that's what I try to do with my students. They try to bury their heads in books. But, right. And then maybe magically one day in the future, they'll speak flawless English after just reading for years exactly. and years and years. That's never going to happen. You're just going to have to mess up. You're going to have weird, strange conversations with a random American guy on the subway. Um, <laughs> it's just the way it's it has almost to be. Like, it's like, you, yeah, well, you have to... You have to practice being uncomfortable, right? Exactly. You have to get accustomed to this unknown. You have to get accustomed to this situation where um, you don't know this other person. You don't know what they're going to say. And to be honest, you don't know what's going to come out of your own mouth either. Speaking is spontaneous. You can't plan it. You can't read a dialogue in a book and then go out and have that same conversation. Sentences are, they're just created at the moment. And that's, and that's what makes us nervous. All of these unknowns. So you, that's exactly yeah. what we try to encourage our students to do is 
if you're if you're at a certain English level, so like you're talking about someone that's more in like the elementary spectrum, perhaps speaking wise, right? Maybe reading Absolutely, is fantastic, yeah. but speaking is is down there, and. W- at the same time, I would give the same advice to a student who is in the upper intermediate range, but still cannot have confidence in speaking, still cannot, you know, participate in a native speaker conversation um, because they never push themselves. That's you know? the main thing, isn't it? They never push yeah. themselves. Exactly. So, I mean, you're you're in a small town in Korea? I'm in a fairly small town. I think there's about a... Well, for Korea, it's a small town. For the United States, where I'm from, it would be, mm-hmm. you know, reasonable. It's about 100,000 people. Okay. Yeah, that's not small. That seems like, like a city to me. Okay. but <laughs> it, in, it is like, small. It is small, maybe, by these standards, I guess. Sure. Yeah, by like the mega cities. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. no, totally. So... In this town, I mean, a lot of our listeners, they don't live in America. They don't live in England or Australia. Some of them do. Hello, guys. But (laughs) a lot of you guys don't. So how are they going to find situations in which to speak English? Hello, IELTS Energy listeners. If you are ready to learn in more detail how to give the examiner what she or he needs to hear on test day to hit that seven or higher, please check out our course available now at allearsenglish.com forward slash K-E-Y-S. I mean, it's just so easy, I think. It's so easy and so important for them just to go out and meet random people. Even if the uh-huh. people are just, you know, Korean people who speak English very well. Even if they're just... Yeah. um, Even if they're just going around town meeting their old classmates, their old family, friends, somebody in their family actually speaks um, English or, you know, somebody knows how to say, hello, how are you? Somebody around town knows mm-hmm. how to say that. Just put yourself yeah. in any of those situations. And as, you know, as... Cringy and as horrible as it is, if you do see a foreigner walking around town, foreigner meaning a native English speaker, um, so an American or South African or English guy, talk to them. Yeah, yeah. Would you find that most of the expats are amenable to that? Like, no. If- <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, they will be friendly, but they are going to be thrown off by that. But it doesn't matter. It's all yeah. about, you know, trying to meet 10 people and find one person who genuinely wants to help you. Um, get better at English and wants to genuinely meet, you know, the native people. So in Korea, there will be that one in 10 people who is a, a native English speaker who will want to talk yeah. to you. And it, yeah, it really, no, totally. it doesn't cost you anything to say, hi, how are you? Where are you from? Just yeah, do it. That's true. If that improves your life and it improves your test score, because then you have, you know, one, two, 10, 20 different experiences speaking to strangers in English. Yeah. Then do it. That's true. And then, when you do go into that room with the examiner on test day, um, I mean, p- p- most likely the examiner is going to be a native speaker, right? From one yeah. of these countries. And if you've already had exchanges with people like this person, then you're going to be that much more comfortable in this situation. That's, that's one unknown that now doesn't exist, right? Otherwise, what if you go into this room and you're facing this person that like literally you have no experience with this thing, with this, 
face with this culture with the sound of the English words coming out of the person's mouth and certainly not replying. I mean, you'd be like in a room with an alien and you'd like shut down. So any experience, anything you can control going into test day, we want to control. Oh, this is exactly right. It's like going into the doctor's office for a test. You know, I'm I'm a big fella. I struggle to avoid eating pies and cakes. You know, it's it's my life struggle. But it's it's like if I if I avoid just you know checking my weight every day with the hope that I go into the doctor's office and suddenly I'm 20 kilos less. You know, it's kind of it doesn't make any sense. You know, I got to prepare myself at home, put myself, you know, face my fear at yeah. home, and, and really. Maybe that's not the best analogy. I'm certain it's not, but that's the one thing I'm scared of. It works. Yeah, yeah. It's the one thing I'm scared of, so you just got to face that. And um, I know it's always yeah, trite totally. to say those types of things, or it seems that way, but it's trite because it's true. You know, everybody says it because it's true. You just yeah. have to go and put yourself in those situations. Exactly, exactly, guys. So we try to encourage our listeners all the time just to start talking and we this message has been clear today that it's necessary and I could tell you guys that even students in our course even listeners who I've gotten to speak to um, maybe not students in our course but <laughs> whatever IELT students that I've gotten to speak to and they get their scores right and they work so hard for this test and they get high scores in reading in writing in listening, and they still don't get above a six in speaking. And mm. I'm like, how? Okay, so let's figure this out. Did you practice a lot for the writing exam? And they're <laughs> like, oh my gosh, of course. Yeah, I read so many model essays. I wrote two essays every day before the test. All right, well, that's why you did well. How about reading? Oh, teacher, I read so many books in English. I read, you know, Tolstoy and just all of this stuff. Okay, well, that's why you did well on the, the reading exam. Way to go. Did you practice speaking? They're like, hmm, not yep. so much. <laughs> if, you, if you don't practice, you're not going to get better. And guys, Steve's given us some great ideas about how to find random situations, how to put yourself out there. If you don't challenge yourself, you're not going to move forward. The progress isn't easy, especially in something that terrifies you. It's not easy. So be okay with being awkward. Okay. Oh, I'm, that's, that's I, chosen. <laughs> I've, I am, I embrace my dorky, awkward self and it's become my strength, right? I mean, you guys can do this. You just have to put yourself out there. And you know what? If that, if that step seems a little bit too scary at first, just talk to yourself in the mirror. Just talk to yourself in the mirror every night for a week just to practice getting the words out and then try to approach, you know, two native speakers a week. And then the next week, try to, try to approach three native speakers a week. And one of these people could end up being your friend, guys. It's not just about doing well on a test. It's not just about improving your English for your own inside yourself, having the level or certificate or whatever. It's about connecting with other people as well. And if that is the real reason why you want to speak English, because you want to communicate with other people, that also, that motivation comes through on the exam, guys. I can't tell you the different, I can tell you the difference in scores between someone who sounds bored 
on the exam. Someone who just is not interested in what they're saying. Their scores will be lower than the person who is happy to be there, who just wants to communicate and share their ideas. So that's it. That's another part of it, guys. Like, look at your motivation as well. And hopefully, you know, that could bring you confidence. Also, if you admit to yourself, like, I would love to have an English speaking friend. Like, that's a great goal. Let's go do that. So <laughs> I have a question. I'm just really curious. From what different places um, are your students? Oh my gosh, all over the place. We have a lot of students in Brazil, Russia, um, Taiwan, um, all over the place. Saudi Arabia, we're getting more and more from the Middle East now. It's fantastic. That's amazing. Um, yeah. The Philippines, lots of super cool people in the Philippines as well. And I apologize, listeners, if I didn't mention your country. <laughs> if I didn't, let me know you're listening. Go to our, go leave us a review on iTunes. Tell us where you're from and why you like listening to the podcast because we love reviews. So. That would be awesome as well. And so, students, if you are interested in getting into our IELTS course for not only the test scores, but to improve your overall English, go to allearsenglish.com forward slash K-E-Y-S. All right. Um, Steve, do you have any last words of wisdom about gaining confidence? Yeah, just mess up. Screw up. Do all those yes. great things that every college basketball coach tells you to do. Just go out there and meet people and mess up and do weird things and just speak English while you're doing it. That's all you need to do. Don't run away from any situation. Just kind of, you know, you, you want to speak English. There's only one way to do that by trying. Just go ahead and give it a shot. Mm -hmm. That's so awesome. That's That could have been the motto of my 20s. Mess up and do weird things. <laughs> exactly. That, you know, that should sum up at least one phase of your life, guys. That is inspiration right there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Awesome. Well, thanks, Steve, so much Thank for you. coming on the show today. Thank you. I appreciate it. I, thanks for introducing me to your uh, your students, and I really appreciate coming on. Is there, do you have a website that you want to share? Is there any way that our students could get some more of your wisdom? Thanks for reminding me, actually. Um, <laughs> I did forget, yeah. Um, so I run com, which is an online repository of adult English conversation lessons. They're really great for leading language exchanges. If you don't have cool. a native English speaker friend around you, you can just use the lesson. They're really great lifestyle topics like what's your favorite food? Which country has the best cuisine? Um, awesome. Just visit there. Check it out. If you have any questions, just shoot me an email, steve at howstevenglish.com. Perfect. And guys, you can come back to our blog. The blog post for this episode will have that website in there linked to it. So awesome. Again, Steve, thank you so much. And you. you know what? I think you should come on the show again. I will come on again. <laughs> okay. Awesome. Enjoy the rest of your day. You too. Thanks. All right. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. And if you want to get tips from Lindsay and Jessica every week on how to get a seven on your next IELTS exam, be sure to subscribe to our podcast on your computer or on your smartphone. Thanks again and see you soon.